0: All right, happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode number 204 of Shut Up and Grind with your host, yours truly, Robert B. Foster. So you see, I got the tank top back on today. Yesterday, I had the underarm on because it was seven degrees outside. So it's a nice balmy 25 today, so we could break the tank top back out. And uh, I'm not sure where my guest is from, but if you're from some warm weather place, keep it to yourself. We don't want to hear your warm weather nonsense on here. All right, so if you are new to the channel, we are all about overcoming obstacles. We're about defying the odds and helping you clear whatever is in your path that's blocking you from reaching your goals. So if you're joining me over on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you're joining me on the Facebook live streams, please uh, like and share. And if you notice that I'm not like looking at the camera, I have my laptop now because something's going on with my desktop. So the camera's kind of off on an angle. (laughs) So if it looks like my eyes are going weird, that's why. So the camera's off on an angle. And uh, if you have no idea who I am, here's a one minute and 18 second video introducing myself. I started doing workshops and doing groups if you don't have the clarity of vision, whatever next thing you get, you're not gonna see it through because you don't have the clarity of vision. So the the point of my pain was being told you will never run or jump again. And all that stuff, I was like, you know what? Like, I wanna be able to take this even bigger. If you know why you do what you do, you have to know how to charge for what you do. That's how you're going to change your life, and that's how you're going to leave a legacy for your children and your family. you got to know your work. All right, so for today's Teachable Moment... We're going to talk about resolutions. So I know I've been talking a lot about them because it's January, right? That's the time to talk about it. And so as, as you all know, I'm in the fitness space, so I'm starting to see it already. People are already falling off of their goals. And I would love when people say, I tried. Okay, this is, what's today? Today is January 17th, 17th. So most likely people didn't start till Monday. So that's January 3rd because the first was on a Saturday. So you're talking 14 days. 14 days isn't trying. You got to see things through. You got to give things time to develop. You got to give it time so you can establish the habits so that it becomes part of the routine and it's not a chore. So if you're giving up already, like your heart wasn't even in it to begin with. So I want you to reassess what it is that you actually want and then come up with small baby steps like you don't have to do everything all in one day or all in one week like especially from a weight loss perspective or or even a gaining muscle perspective you're not going to do it all in a matter of 14 days it takes time you got to change habits you got to change your thought patterns and you got to change the way you talk to yourself and by making those little steps You're going to blink your eye. We're going to be going into 2023 and you're going to like where you are if you do those things. But when you try to do too much too soon, you end up overwhelming yourself and it's very easy to fall off track. And then you can play the I tried card. Okay. So I want you to throw away the I tried and just get it done every single day. And if one day, if you fall off, it's okay. The next day, dust yourself off and keep moving forward because no one's going to be 100% perfect all the time, no matter what it is that you're doing, but it's all about getting back on the horse and keep moving forward, all right? So that's today's Teachable Moment for you. And so we're going to talk about attraction marketing. We're going to talk about pivoting in your life. We're going to talk about pivoting, having it not work, and then finding a better way to make it work and to have this conversation we're going to bring in Brandy Shaber who found <laughs> network marketing and then found attraction marketing and we're going to go through that whole story. So Brandy, welcome. Hi. To show.
1: I am excited to be here. Thank you so much Robert for having me. Honor to be asked to be on your show.
0: So My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Much appreciated. So uh where are you joining me from?
1: So I'm actually from Utah, so I was laughing when you're like, all oh, you warm weather people keep your warm weather stories to yourself." because it's freezing here, right? Like yes. we up, smoked some steak last night, and my husband, mm. he's he likes to be in the cold. And he's like, I don't want to go out there. It's freezing. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> yeah, like my brother, he's down in southern Florida. And he's constantly posting pictures of him fishing. He's like 75 today, 80 today. I'm like, listen, cut it out, with your warm weather crap, all right?
1: (laughs) Keep that crap to yourself.
0: (laughs) I stepped out my door this morning, and it was raining. And it it, must have been cold overnight, so I stepped out. Luckily, I had a hand free to grab my railing, because my front steps were all ice. Oh, no. And I almost took a dive. Like, if I had both hands full, I was going down (laughs) that would
1: have been terrible unless you posted on tiktok then it probably would go viral or something
0: True. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's awesome all right so let's get to know you better so how would your best friend describe you
1: my best friend would describe me as quiet determined and very loyal
0: okay quiet determined and loyal so, how, how does being quiet help you out as a network marketer?
1: <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It definitely uh, took me some time and effort and learning a new skill set to be extra, have extroverted qualities to become a network marketer. So, yeah. Love, that's... love that answer.
0: So, are you originally from Utah?
1: I am, yeah. I actually live 30 minutes from where I grew up. Okay. And uh, my parents still live there and my brothers and uh, one of my brothers lives in the city, but but yeah, we're still hometown, really small. I live in like a 10,000 people uh, community. So, okay.
0: Very nice. You like that that small small town living?
1: Yeah, we do. We actually, uh, when Nate and I got married, we built a house in the city with, you know, millions of people in Utah yeah. and we lived there for 30 days, sold it and moved home. We were like, mm, not <laughs> <for us."
0: laughs> you know, and, and it's so funny how how that works because I grew up in the country myself, you know, small, small town in Rhode Island. And then, like, I'll go to these big cities, and and people just love it. And I was like, I, I don't love anything about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I was like, I like the woods, I like the peace and quiet, you know, like the nice, friendly, relaxed people. Like you go in the city, it's like everybody's so high strung; they're they're all in the rush. And <laughs> <Yeah. it's> like, <laughs> but but people who are from the city come to the country. And, and they, they don't hack, like it either. <laughs> they can't
1: hack it. Yeah, they yes. can't hack it. I had a friend that um, married a gal from the city, and they ended up getting divorced because she hated it here. Mm. She was like, I can't, I can't do this.
0: Exactly. So, wow. Yeah. I know. It's like, we we really are a product of our environment. Because mm-hmm. like, I go, I go through cities, I feel like a fish out of water.
1: <laughs> so, That's how I am. Yeah, I can go visit like New York. I, you know, I went and stayed there for like nine days with one of my best friends. And, By probably the third day, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go home. Like,
0: (laughs) Yep, over this. Over over the traffic, over the people. There's no (laughs)
1: personal space. There's like, you know, like people are like shoving you into the subway. Like, it's just normal. (laughs) You're like, why are you touching me? (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly it's like I love people but there's definitely boundaries
1: yes
0: <laughs> and when you're in those crowded cities like there's no boundaries yeah at all yeah. oh boy <laughs> all right so what did you see yourself doing for a career when you were younger
1: when I was younger I actually wanted to be an orthodontist or an oh, oceanographer but oceanographer I'm terrified of sharks so yeah. that never panned out right like Terrified to the point of light. I used to think they'd come up in the drain when I was a kid. I think wow. it had something to do with uh, my babysitter making us watch Jaws when I was like six. Uh, I started. <laughs> so yeah, then um, I started dating my first husband and I was in high school. So I married my high school sweetheart. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had decided we were going to stay in a small town and have a family and all those things. And being an orthodontist didn't make sense if I wanted to be a mother, because I wanted to be the kind of mom that was home with my kids. I didn't want my kids in daycare. Yeah. So I started looking at other uh, other things to do, and I decided I would go to cosmetology school my senior year, because I had all my credits. So I didn't go to my senior year. I just left high school and went to the local, um, well, it was like half an hour away. I drove every day to to the college and did my cosmetology so in 1994 i graduated from high school i got married and i graduated from beauty school all in one year so
0: oh, nice <laughs>
1: I've, I've kind of been in a rush to do a lot of things it seems
0: <laughs> hey speed uh speed works yeah, yeah definitely. definitely works so like i tell, tell people the, the faster you attack things the faster you get results you know as, as long as long as you, you're making you know, intentional moves. Right. Intentional moves. Definitely. Not not reckless speed. That doesn't help anyone. <laughs> but intentional <laughs> speed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what did you do right when right when you graduated? You got your, your cosmetology certification. What did you do next?
1: Yeah, so I uh I, well we were married, newlyweds, and I started working at a local salon. Uh, and I that's just what I did for two and a half years. I worked just did hair a few days a week, and I also worked at the local um drive in. I worked there since I was 14 and I just loved it. I loved, you know, serving the people and being part of, you know, just helping other people. So it was fun. I did that for quite a while until I had my first baby, Mm -hmm. um, Alexis, she's now 25. And then I stayed home with her. I, I took my maternity leave and my boss actually called me eight months later. And she's like, um, are you ever coming back to work? (laughs) and i said you know what no so i i didn't end up going back to work had my second baby two and a half years later from from alexis that was cole and from there i decided i would open my own salon where i could take my kids and and do my own thing so that's how i became an entrepreneur at the age of i think i was like 24 20 23
0: okay All right, so how how did that go, having your own salon with two young kids?
1: Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, you know, kids don't necessarily do what you ask them to do, especially <laughs> when they're that small. Um, I'll tell you this funny story because you guys will get a crack out of it. I had a I had a client and I was I was uh weaving her hair in with color. So like it was her hair was really long. And it takes some time, right? And it's very precise. And you know, you get in the middle of it, you can't necessarily stop because you've got this mm-hmm. stuff on her hair that's processing. And uh, Alexis and Cole, they were just close enough not to be, um, not to be twins, but they acted like twins, like it was terrible, that's right? Like if one <laughs> of them didn't, if one of them didn't think of it, the other one did. And they mm-hmm. were so mad at me, they took the bag of cat food. We had a cat, and they took a bag of cat food and they sat at the top of the stairs and they threw all the cat food down oh, no. the stairs and at this point there was nothing I could do right like I could like I could yell at them, but I couldn't like necessarily like go stop the action mm. right and so I chose to just ignore it and they ended up having to clean up all the cat food but that's the kind of stuff <laughs> that ended up happening day in and day out with those older two they were naughty like yeah.
0: <laughs> super <laughs> naughty <laughs> yeah it's like once you said that i was like i, I gotta find out how that went <laughs>
1: You know? yeah they were they were naughty always doing something naughty and they hated each other so they were always beating each other up or mm. gluing their toys to some the wall or like i don't know they were just naughty <laughs> kids but taught me patience anyway
0: <laughs> oh definitely how's their relationship now
1: they are best friends now which is pretty funny That's right funny. like they get along really well now so it's it's good
0: Good. Good, good, good. All right. So how long did you do the salon thing?
1: Um, I actually did hair for 23 years. Okay. Yeah. So I owned my own salon for about 23 years in the midst of, you know, doing different things. Um, I started in network marketing once Nate and I got married and uh, we needed something else. We just I couldn't work more to make more money like if you think about it there's only so many hours in the day right and doing hair uh you know running a salon unless you franchise that out or own more salons or you know whatever there's really no way to increase your income unless you're you know selling more products or you know things like that yeah so i started looking for a way to um get more money in our bank account (laughs) my husband was working uh, four jobs at the time he actually was hauling oil working at the coal mine on search and rescue, and then he was uh, doing this other this other part time job, you know, to make ends meet because we had six kids. It was a lot to you know to feed and to house and to clothe, and of course, you know, they wanted to do all the things. And it wasn't like we were poor, right? We just have expensive taste. We wanted to do all the things, and so I started to figure out ways that I could make different way, different income, different ways of doing it. So that's how I got involved in network marketing. I did really well my first eight months in my small little town because I do know a lot of people, right. I had built the know, like, and trust with people. Yeah. I had kind of a, you know, a good relationship with with people and, you know, of course my clients and that kind of thing and uh, made some really great money my first eight months. And then my team started to go backwards. So it grew really, really fast. And then there wasn't a lot of people that could duplicate what I was doing, which is, you know, I just had that influence because I'd spent you know, twenty-some odd years building a business. Yeah.
0: So, let's let's back up a couple of steps. All right, all right, so when how did you first get introduced to network marketing?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. My mother-in-law at the time actually came to my door, and uh, she said, "I have something you need to see." And she brought it, you know, brought it in. And if, I wouldn't have normally listened to anyone except it was my mother-in-law. She didn't like me already. So I was <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Right. And what they were saying made sense. Um, it just, it just was a different way of making income. And that's how, that's how it made sense to me. Like with six kids and running a salon and, you know, Nate doing all the things that he was doing, there really was no other way that I could make another income other than, something like network marketing because it fits in the pockets of your life right like it yes. that you don't have a boss so you're not you know you're not set to a certain hours you don't have to see certain people so you know you can do it in the middle of the night or you know whatever right like it yes. it works because it fits into the pockets
0: yeah so i wanted to just say in in your own words because you know so, sometimes when people say network marketing they think oh is that one of those pyramid schemes <laughs> yeah. it's like what do you what do you say to that
1: yeah, that is a really really great um I guess reference to network marketing. A pyramid scheme is something that there's no product or opportunity or um there's no product that moves in a pyramid scheme. It's just money in and money out, right? Yeah. And that that describes a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> <But laughs> oh, don't, don't take that like literal. Like that's the <laughs> that's the basic you know understanding of it. But network marketing is where you uh, sell a product you represent a product and you build a team of people that represent that same product and instead of the company paying somebody for marketing and all those things they actually pay you a percent like it's like affiliate but it so you sell it right you make you make a commission then you get other people to sell it and they make a commission and you make a commission off their off what they do as well so that's network marketing in a nutshell but usually in network marketing there is a product that needs to be moving to have it be network marketing.
0: Yes. It's not like, all right, so I'm going to give you the blueprint on how to make a million dollars. Just pay me 50 bucks and I'll give you this blueprint. Yeah, no. But 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 you got to take this blueprint and give it to 50 other people and then, then they'll do it. And then, they, yeah, that's a pyramid scheme.
1: That's <laughs> a pyramid scheme. Yeah.
0: So it's like the, the way I explain it to people, I say, take Subway, you know, and like, so you, you buy a Subway franchise. And like you said, with your salon, there's only so much you can get out of that one location, so right. if you want to maximize your your investment. You open up a second one, you know, because most of these franchisees they don't have just one location. They usually no, have absolutely. three to five. That's how locations. they make it
1: so big, right? If yes. they, they franchise it out. So yes,
0: but the difference is is that franchise owner gets the bulk of the money. You know, like he pays the managers, and he might have an area direct. He or she might have an area director. But they get the bulk of the money. Like in mm-hmm. network marketing, you get paid for your performance. Yep, absolutely. You it's get definitely out there, and, and you kick basis. ass. Yeah, you get out there and you kick ass. You can you can outperform the person who who enrolled you.
1: Yeah, the best thing that I love about network marketing is it it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care what color you are, yeah. what education you have what, um, you know, male, female, young, old, it doesn't matter, right? Like y- if you get in and you, you do, and you learn the skills, you can totally blow it out of the water and you stick with it long enough. That was another thing when you're talking about, you know, January and, uh, and people with their resolutions, it's been two weeks. Right. And I'm thinking, man, because I started actually working, working out again in December, cause I had some surgery over the, over the year. And I was like, you know, I need to get back into getting stronger. Right. And I was like, He's right, right. It's only it's only fourteen days. That's not even a try, right? And that's the thing people think with uh with network marketing and things like this. Learn, you know, learning how to create another income inside of something, some other industry. They're like, oh, I tried. I did it for thirty days, and you know, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. When I started my salon, right, like it took me a year to build a clientele, like a year to actually build a decent clientele where I could plan on that certain income coming in yes after that year it took 365 days right like 14 days i would have been out of business i probably didn't even have my first client in 14 days
0: yeah when i started my fitness business same same thing like i I had to go get on food stamps because like i had five i I had five kids so same same like i had to go get on food stamps i had to do what i had to do because like i was not going back to managing restaurants so i was like this has to work and of course, my my ex, she didn't really see what I saw because I'm a visionary. So, like, yeah. I know, I know like, it's, it's like we were in hell while I was working, and that led to nothing, you know? It's like I was going to get up every day and do the same thing every single day, and nothing is going to change because everything is fixed. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like I was going to get a $100,000 raise. Right. <laughs> so, I was like, if, all right, so if I just go through hell, but at least we're leading towards something, I can keep going through this hell. Right. And so like I said, she wasn't fully on board at, at, at first, but then like like you said, after it was like right around right around I like, say 13, 14 months. I went from making just enough to pay everything. Like we were one catastrophe away from poverty. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. It was like it was like if the water heater broke us something, we was screwed. We were totally having <laughs> you cold
1: showers. <know>? <laughs> yeah,
0: and then living social popped around i think this was 2011 and i didn't know what it was And so, you know what let me run a living social deal and i sold like 150 of them and 125 people actually showed up mm-hmm. and i was like whoa <laughs> it's like i went from having five people in my class to like 20 plus every single class That's awesome and, you know but but it's like i had to go through so much hell to get to the boom
1: yeah
0: you know so I mean, like, you
1: know really what it boils down to i think honestly the universe God, whatever you want to talk about, you know, whatever you want to call it. I think they really, they want to know you really want it, right? Like we're not going to do no try business, right? Like 14 days and here's your billion dollar business, right? Mm -hmm. That isn't going to have this works because what are you going to do? What are you going to do with yourself? Who are you going to serve? Right? Like all those things. It's just crazy to me when people think, oh, I'm just going to try it. And, you know, maybe, maybe it will work.
0: Yeah. And the discipline is what makes it worthwhile. Like. That's why, what's the percentage? Like 80% of people that win the lottery end up broke. Right. You know, know, because there was no discipline to get that money, you know? But when you actually put your heart and soul into something... And when you're not making the money in the beginning and you're getting the, the electric shutoff notice and you're getting the notice from your car like hey, you you're borderline getting repossessed here. <laughs> but but you're still able to keep your eye on the price because you know you're making a difference in people's lives. Yeah. And then, then just you meet that one person that has a big a big you know sphere of influence. And this one person brought in like fifteen other people and then they each brought one other person and it's like wow <laughs> you know it's, yeah that's cool it's like, thank thank god i persevered you know and to, to be able to reap this harvest you know right <laughs> yeah all great. right so so take me through where you started doing well and then things kind of fell off and then you were able to pivot again
1: yeah so i like i said i did really well at the beginning um eight about eight months i made you know hefty five figure income in network marketing and I was very consistent, followed the process, very consistent. Um and <laughs> my team started to go backwards. I remember I remember I enrolled this one kid and uh he he had a big sphere of influence. He enrolled at like a thousand people in wow. like a matter of two weeks, right? But his people did nothing and he didn't he didn't want to necessarily like build a business. He just wanted to have a spot, enroll all these people and then I do the work. Well the problem was mm-hmm. that those people didn't want me to lead them. They didn't know me. Right. They knew him and where he kind of took a step back then they were like, you know, that's not going to work for us. Right. So I remember, um, I had this new team member in Lubbock, Texas. If you live in Lubbock, Texas, I'm real sorry. Right. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's not my favorite place. And so, Utah to Lubbock, Texas is about 15 hour drive, right? And she's like, I've got all these people that I want to talk to. You know, you come out and help me build. Well, that's how I was taught how to build. My mentor come to me, right? And we would go talk to people. And so I went to them, drove 15 hours, one way, right? In my car by myself, 15 hours, get to Lubbock, Texas. And this person hadn't even set up any appointments or anything, right? They told me they'd done all stuff, but. You know, they hadn't talked to anybody and we, we were there for three days and maybe talked to like three or four people, but it was a total bust. Mm-hmm. And so I remember getting in my car and leaving and driving another 15 hours all at once, right? To drive home. And I'd left my family. My husband was working. I had to get like a babysitter. Like my kids were in school, like some of them were in school, right? I had, you know, my, my family was helping out with some of the deal and I there's no service from a certain point in, uh, in Utah up over the hill to where we are to yeah. like, it's like I 70. And so once I got to the point where I had service, I called um, my upline and I was just in tears, right? I was just crying and crying and crying. And he's like, it's going to be okay. You know, you're, it's fine. Like this is part of, you know, part of the business or whatever. And I was like, "This, there's got to be a different way to do this. Like, this is insane, right? Like leaving your kids and no wonders nobody could duplicate, who in the right mind i mean think about you robert if you're working a job feeding your family right you can't leave for drive 15 hours and leave for three days to go build a business yeah. while your family starves to death right like that's exactly. not <laughs> gonna work right so there's <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things that didn't didn't work about what i was doing and it just was super frustrating so i did that for a while cold prospected um i live at, like i said in a really small town so once everybody knows what you're doing I had to go out of this sphere to meet new people. Right. And that's two and a half hours, one way, um, either North or South to in malls, restaurants, there's literally a Walmart here. That's it. Like that's all we have a Walmart (laughs) and a lens market. That's it. Right. So I would drive two and a half hours, two or three days a week. I would meet people in malls, restaurants, all those things and, um, stock waitresses. Right. And I would just be like, Hey, I love your shoes. You know, I love your hair. You know, you, you'd be really good at what I do. You know, can I get your number? Let's, you know, let's talk about it. How, how we could get you out of, you know, working this job at the mall or whatever, right? Well, first of all, they're not qualified prospects. If they're working Mm -hmm. at a mall, there's a reason they're working at a mall. Some, most of them are students or, you know, in between jobs or, you know, whatever, not that it's anything wrong with working at a mall, but they're not my perfect prospects, right? If you think about it, they're not exactly who I'm looking for, for my team. I wanted qualified people that had influence that you know were were stable people that had an income to build a business and those people usually are not working at malls unless they love what they're doing right so i remember standing in the foyer you know where all the husbands sit on on the couches with the kids while all of the all of the moms shop and do their thing i was (laughs) there and i was like i was trying to figure out who i was going to attack next and I had this thing. If I talked to men, they usually thought I was hitting on them. So mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no women in this, you know, in this foyer, right? Like it's just all men, and they're all staring at their phone. Okay, so every one of them are staring at their screen. And I was like, light bulb! Mm-hmm. Every person in this entire foyer is staring at their screen. How do I get in there? How do I get in there and build relationships with people faster? And then, so that progressed, I had a, I had a big red carpet event at my company where I brought in this big wig that actually had built a network marketing company. Like he owned it. Right. And he yes. came in and took a look at the company and there was this gal there and she in 19 days, 19 days, she brought in a hundred thousand points in volume. Wow. Okay. So I was like, this chick knows something I don't know. Right. So I started to stalk her on social media, Facebook, (laughs) YouTube, right? Like I was stalking, like all she was doing, like I was like seriously researching. And I found this um, this video she posted and it was it was actually Ray Higdon and Eric Wardy, And they mentioned the word attraction marketing. And I was like, hmm, what is this? Right. Like Mm -hmm. so that started that rabbit hole down. I started searching for attraction marketing, like how to do it, you know, all the things. I didn't even know how to copy and paste. So if you are sitting there going, listen, I know how to stare at my phone and, you know, watch interviews and look at um, Facebook and, you know, TikTok and all the things, but I don't know how to do all the things to be on the other side of the screen. I couldn't even copy and paste, right? Like, so <laughs> you're way ahead of me, Right. So I went down that rabbit hole of looking up attraction marketing. I ended up buying a a book from a friend of mine now. Very good friend of mine now. Read that book in like two and a half hours.
0: I was like, I got
1: got to figure out how to do this. Right. I hired a mentor um, and I just I just dove in like just dove in and I would sit in my basement and cry because I didn't know how to copy and paste or, you know, (laughs) or I'd watch the video and I'd be like, okay, how do you how did they do that again? and i'd be like oh okay so pause right like 10 10 seconds pause i would go in my computer and do that part then i'd go watch the video again and you know so and my i remember my husband coming downstairs and he's like are you ever coming to bed like are you you know is this just your new gig and i'm like look just just leave me alone i've got this figured out right like, <laughs> let me do my thing <laughs> i got to do my thing right like, so just let me do my thing and you know what it was a, a year later probably 11 months if you want to get specific that I was making at least 10 grand a month online building my business. And that led to affiliate, right? Not just network marketing, but I was making an income as an affiliate. I was enrolling people in my team. I was building this asset, like you talked about, Robert, going through this, you know, this hell, but you're building your own asset instead of just here's your money, right? Here's your cheese, little rat. Here's your cheese, little rat. Instead, you're building the actual mates, right? Like you're building your own your own world, your own, it's your own asset. And that's the really cool part about, about what we do as entrepreneurs. It's scary sometimes, right? Like you're like, oh crap, like, you know, we're not making enough money this month to cover whatever, right? But if you just stick with it, I promise it will, it will eventually pay off it just does
0: well that that too and if you focus on just helping other people become successful mm-hmm. you know like keep that as your driving force like in the short term I mean obviously yeah you have to pay attention to, yeah. to, your, to your own bank account but if you're if you're going with your whole heart trying to help other people become successful you become successful right you know it's like letting people know I, I say it all the time on this show it's like like, you don't chase money. You chase the passion, Mm -hmm. passion file. I mean, the money follows the passion. So like, if you're going, and that's really what
1: happened is I got addicted to helping other people get success. And instead, you know, the mindset of when you need something for your business, you're like, I need this client, or I need this sale, or I need this, or I need that. Right. I would jump on calls with people. I'd have no idea what they need. I'd be like, listen, you know, tell me where you're at, what's missing, you know, what, what you want and let's figure out how you can get there. Right. And I would do that all for free. Like, and then if I had, if what I had made sense for them, then I would offer, you know, something for them. If not, I was like, you know, let's just stay in touch. Let me know how it's going. Right. Like any questions I'd love to help. Right. Like all the things. And that's when everything changed. Like you said, you focus on serving the other humans. Instead of what can I get out of this as far as your bank balance?
0: Yes. Like I'm sure you do too, but I get at least, at least three inboxes a day with people just spilling what their company is. Yeah. And I, and I always write back, I'm like, I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could have just been like, Hey, how are you? I see you're a trainer, you know, you know what I mean just make, at least make an attempt. to connect with with me before you just start vomiting everything that that you're selling.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like selling meat to vegetarians, right? If, if, you know, you're a vegetarian and I have meat, like it's not, you know, it's not going to make sense. But if you and I become friends, right. And you're like, Randy, why don't you like expand your business and, you know, have like vegetarian dishes for your, your business. Then that makes sense. Right. But we built that relationship first. Right. Exactly. yeah, people really miss the boat on that. Any kind of business, I actually just did a live video on this a couple of days ago, but any kind of business, usually there is some sort of relationship before that business happens. So Yeah, and I like that even
0: with this podcast, like I, I spoke with three of my f- former guests just yesterday, you know, because we, we spend this hour together. Like like I said to you before we went live, we're going to yeah. spend the next hour getting to know each other. Right. <laughs> and we're going to talk about business and life stuff and, and all that other stuff cuz then at the end of this, like you never know where where this is going to head. Cuz say I say 5 guests from now, I interview someone who's perfect to connect with you. Right. You know, and so because we have that I'm like hey, Brandy, you know, I got to connect you with someone. Like I've connected so many of the people that I've spoken with on here and they've also connected me with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the hour, it's like you know what? It's not like I just said, all right, Brandy, So why are you into network marketing, and why is this important for this? Like it, you know, we're actually dialoguing. I'm you know, getting getting to, to know you and your back story, and connecting on the big family level. You know, right. six kids, five, five kids, like you were saying before. You know, it's like we're not we weren't poor, but you know, you like to do the things, and when you're right. doing the things, time six it adds and up six. and times five it adds up you know like going with six Flags isn't as easy when you're when you're a family of six versus Hell, a family of four. it's just
1: wendy's that will kill you with six kids.
0: yes exactly you're like
1: holy crap that was a hundred dollars yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow. it's so true it adds up like a trip to the movies it's like a 300 dollar affair yeah you know? it's a big event <laughs> yes. All right. So, so get, so getting back to the network marketing, like I try to stress to people that most people have one of these,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Most people have one. And, and and I tell people like, you make, I so said, do you shop on Amazon? They're like, of course. Of course. I'm, I'm like, do you realize you can make money on Amazon? And most people are like, uh, no, how, <laughs> you know, it's like, we have more ways right now at the tip of our, our fingers to make money. And if nothing else, what 2020 taught me was that even though I had my own fitness business, mm-hmm. they can still shut it down. Right. <laughs> you know, it like my gym was shut down. I lost tens of thousands of dollars, you know, throughout 2020.
1: Yeah, and it definitely it makes sick. sense to build up some, you know, uh, pandemic-proof uh, income streams, right? And that's yes. another thing. I hope 2020 has taught everyone that you need more than one income stream.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I mean, so many people got got hit hit right. so hard,
1: hard so yeah. so hard,
0: and so doing something like this, and like I want, want, like I wanted to stress in the beginning, because people are so quick to say, oh, that's one of them pyramid schemes. It's like no, 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 no. It's like you got to really understand what what it is. Are there some out there? Of course there are. You know, yeah. stuff stuff envelopes and you know whatever, whatever. Because like I got. Caught into a couple of them back in back in my twenties. <laughs> Roberts
1: experienced them firsthand. so Stay sure, away from those. Yeah,
0: I sure <laughs> had the stuff with the envelope, the send a dollar to two hundred people, and then they'll send it to two hundred people. I tried that too. Like, <laughs> so those things, are definite pyramid scheme. But I've also had my share of network marketing success too. But um, just for me personally, the whole built-in the team thing wasn't for me you know, but for, for you, like, what do you, what, what is the value in building the team for you outside of the financial game?
1: Yeah. The value for me is that we can serve more people. So, you know, I can only sell products or I guess change so many people's lives. Right. But if I, if I, if Robert gets in my team and he has a big influence and, you know, he finds, 10 or 15 people that have been on their knees praying for a way to make another income stream, right? That's usually what happens is people are looking for a way. They either end up loving the products of a certain company, or they end up needing a way to make extra income. They kind of get backed against a wall and they're like, Oh crap, I got to figure something out. Right? So that's usually the two ways, but that's the the serve serve part for me is that we can serve more people. We can change more people's lives and people, there's more moms, you know, and dads out there that are working, have kids, and they don't have a really any other option. They can't get another job. are they, Their time is already, you know, eaten up by all of the hours and the things that they're already doing. So, you know, who can we serve that way with, you know, elevating the industry and sharing with those people? You know what? There is a way you can make an income stream. You know, like for instance, with Robert, there's actually companies, right, that sell, you um, you know, weight, weight building products, right. Bulk up products and things like that. And mm. it's not always network marketing. It could be affiliate marketing. That's another piece of, you know, some of the things that we could, we could help people understand here, but, yes. but yeah, that's, that's really what it boils down to is serving other people. And I can only serve so many. So I franchise out that service by helping other people serve other people. And it's really cool because now I have people all over the world. I have a team in Italy, Germany, Um, you know, a lot of Europe, right, I've never met half these people in person. And that's the really cool part about what we do. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I say that about just about the podcast, too. So like I said, I live here in Rhode Island. I was doing an obstacle race in New Jersey. And there's crowd, crowd of people. And this woman stops me. and She's like, you're Rob, right? I was like, um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yes, like, have we met? And she's like, Oh, I follow your I follow your show. She's like, "Yo, know, I love what you're doing, and you're so inspirational." It's like, "That's awesome." That is awesome. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> like, I mean, I'm talking. There was a sea of people. There had to be at least two, three hundred people in this thing, and she still was able to to, to spot me. <laughs> like, mess, there's so. Rob. I know him. <laughs> I was That's like, really but that, cool. yeah, it's That's an really awesome cool. feeling." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you have an event coming up. Let's talk about it
1: yeah so we have an event coming up so i'm not just a network marketer right i'm actually an affiliate marketer as well and then i coach other network marketers uh some friends and i actually started a coaching company a couple of years ago because we found that we our team was getting success by what we were teaching them and we would have people come to us and be like look i'm happy with my company i'm not necessarily wanting to switch companies and join you in yours but can you teach me how to do what you guys do right Mm -hmm. That's how Beach Boss Influencers was born. And we just teach other people how to do what we do inside of our teams and online using social media inside of that, inside of that community. So it's really, really awesome. We're able to serve more people, right? Because, you know, maybe like you said, Rob, you're like, you know, I'm network building a team isn't really my gig, right? But if you were just a business owner, hadn't discovered online yet. We could help you build an online presence and help you build that business bigger right and so it doesn't really matter what industry you're in entrepreneurship traditional business network marketing coaching uh we've got people in the financial uh, realm industry uh, all those things and it's just really cool to teach them about funnels about social media about automation about you know growing an audience engaging with that audience and promoting to that audience the correct way using all the cool things that's available to us all from home right so that's that's how that was that started and then we did our first live event last year and we had so many people that were like oh my gosh why have we never heard this stuff before (laughs) right or or know how to do this why is this not like mainstream and uh so we decided that we would do two events a year so this will be the first. Event of 2022, and it's going to happen in Florida. It's going to be super fun. End of February. So
0: nice. What's the name of the event?
1: It is called the Next Level Workshop. I, I feel like I've heard of that. You probably have. That rings a bell. <laughs> Especially <level>. knowing <laughs> Tina, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, true. <laughs> so, so Beach Boss, is, is Cat, Carrie a part of that?
1: Yeah, Kat is a part of that. Carrie's a part of that. Adrian okay. Lindine's a part of that. Adrian, and okay. Fran Fran Lobcher from uh she's from the UK. So she's our she's our international partner.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's probably why I've heard that because I've interviewed Adrian and Carrie already as well. Yeah, wow, cool. cool. Yeah, you said that I was like, that rings a bell.
1: You're like, I know that name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, we we're, we're in Florida.
1: So it is happening in Orlando, Florida, at Days. Florida. So if you want to come and crash our party, that's
0: Orlando. You said it's the end of February?
1: Yeah, it's February 24th, 24th through the 26th, I think.
0: Fun fun story. I'm actually going to be in Florida. Oh, the, yay! The 24th to the 28th. But oh, I'm that do, is but, it. We're totally but I'm going to be, be in Jacksonville. I'm going to be in well, Jacksonville, though. It's not
1: that far away, is it?
0: Um, <laughs> Jacksonville from Orlando, I think it's two and a half, three hours, somewhere yeah, around Yeah, I guess now. it
1: is. I guess I mean, it is a ways.
0: I mean, it's not It's not awful. <laughs> Oh, you're there, twenty fourth to twenty sixth.
1: Yeah, maybe. maybe I'll see see what I can do. Yeah, that would be fun maybe. to meet you in person.
0: Yes, awesome. All right, so so what type what types of things? Obviously, without without giving it all away. Well, what types of things? Like, what type of an event is it?
1: Yeah, so we get into the nitty gritty. It's actually like workshop style, and okay. so usually in this first event, cause we have a second event at, right after that for our seven figure influencers. But mm-hmm. in this first event, it's a basic understanding of, of social media. And when I say basic, we have to start at the beginning, right? Like there's certain things that need to happen on, on online in a certain order to, for you to get results, right? That's mm-hmm. just how it works. So we help you build those pieces. And along the way, The funny part about it is that we could teach you all the, all the things like how to do all the things on social media. You still wouldn't get success because you haven't dealt with the six inches between your ears. Mm -hmm. So we work a lot on that as well in that workshop. And it's just, it's just powerful. We just, we love it. It's something that we love. We've actually been trained to, um, to do events and it's just a lot of fun because people get so in their mind up, up in their, up in their brain about all the things. Right. And we help them unpack all of that stuff and really understand who they are, where they want to go and how to get there. And then we put the pieces together. So we build the foundation at this, at this event. And it's, it's just so cool. Like if you talk to people that got, that came to our event, uh, last fall and now where they're at, right. The progress, The progress that they're getting is just like incredible. Like they're like, that changed my life. And that's actually what happened to me as well. And I don't know, Robert, if you have an event story, but I went to an event and like it solidified the entire thing for me. And I just like, I had this unbelievable, unbreakable, bulletproof belief that if I stuck with this long enough that I would figure it out. And I didn't have a timeline, right? I didn't have 14 days in my mind. I didn't have two years. I didn't have five. I just knew that I was on my own journey and your A to B is set in stone. I can't change that. If I could tell you when it's going to happen for you, I'd be a billionaire. We probably wouldn't be on here talking, right? But <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's the part that people don't understand. Your A to B is set in stone. Your story is got to be your story, right? And you've got to go through those ups and downs. And Like, like Rob said, your hell, you know, your parts of, of everything that has to happen happens for a reason. Right. I used to sit and think, why, why is this happening to me? Why is my team going backwards? Why, you know, why this, why that, you know, why are we in the hole? Why can't we do this? You know, all these things. Right. And now when people are in that situation, I understand exactly what they're going through and I can help them out of it faster. Yeah. So it's all part of what you need to learn and grow through to help others. That's the whole purpose. So it's really
0: cool. See, and that's the essence. Like it says above us, your true power lies in your story. So the, the fact that 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 you're doing great now is it's awesome. But the fact that you had that struggle, mm-hmm. that's what's going to be the buy-in for most people. The, the, so, you no, know, because people get in, nobody wants to trip up. You know, nobody wants to make any mistakes. Nobody wants to struggle. But just seeing that struggle is part of the progress. Like I always say, you know, when you're trying to teach a kid to walk, you know how many times do they fall, and you don't think oh, you know what? Screw it. Just crawl.
1: It's
0: just, <laughs> it's just, i, you know I to walk. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But just as adults, it's like you know we hit a couple roadblocks. Way up. Guess that's the, guess that's not meant to be. Yeah. You know, it's like that. No. It's like you gotta keep going. And to answer your question about the about a uh, event story, absolutely. So, and this will just you know add on to what you were saying about the power of events. So when I first thought about becoming a personal trainer, I took a job at the YMCA. And so as I get there, it was my, it was my orientation day. So I'm walking around, got my uniform and everything. And then the personal training director come, comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. She introduced me to the general manager. That, that's what it was. And so he comes over and he's like, how you doing, Robert? Nice to meet you. And I was like, yep, nice to meet you as well. He's like, I hear you want to be a personal trainer. I said, yeah, I'm pretty excited. He's like, yeah, don't be. He's like, there's no money in it. Oh. I was like, okay. He's like, talk about completely, you know, deflating my, my balloon there. Right. And so where that's relevant, so now we fast forward. So I pursue fitness anyway, but I'm just in this this box that, like, I'm not going to be able – like, I love doing this, but am I going to be able to make a, enough convenient. money, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to justify me leaving the restaurant industry? And so – I ended up winning winning a scholarship to go out to California for Fitness Business Summit, and that event changed everything. Absolutely everything. Just being in there with not even so much the presenters because mm-hmm. you know, obviously the presenters were all wildly successful, but just the other people in attendance, just listening to people that have a six figure gym, you know, multiple six figure gyms, and people are doing online training, and people are selling products and. All the stuff I'd never even thought of. Right. And like, I'm sitting in there, like I, I like cried all three days because I was just like completely defeating myself and just listening to these people and just taking it all in and just completely re-evaluated my own capabilities.
1: That's you know, and, so and, cool. and, it, and
0: it goes back to what that guy told me. And I told that story first because how many people listening have wanted to do something, and somebody else told you it wasn't a good idea. Yep. You know, and that's where you go to events like the one you're having. You go to these events to see what's possible. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I tell people, like, see what's possible. Because you don't know until you get around people who are doing it.
1: Well, and I think that's a really cool part where you say, you know, I got I got around these people that were doing it. And it's almost like that belief, that belief soaks into you. And you can borrow their belief long enough to get some success. And then then you have your own belief, right? Then you're like, this actually works. Holy crap, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: it's, it's so really cool. true. Yeah.
1: It's so
0: true. So I have a question here.
1: I don't know if it... Uh... Amanda, can this apply to learning a language? Yeah, absolutely. Go. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, yeah, I agree. I and mean, I think it, it really it can apply to anything. Whatever you stick to. you're going to get good at. So if you want to learn a a new new language, you got to dedicate some time each day to work on it. If you're going into any type of entrepreneurship, you got to dedicate time each day to work on it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen by osmosis, right? I wish. That'd be really awesome if I could just like touch my forehead to Rob's and and now he knows everything I know and and I know everything he knows, right? (laughs) We would be some powerful human beings if that's the case <laughs> hell
0: yeah but it's not how
1: it works right now maybe somebody will uh develop that technology maybe i'll do that that's a really there yeah, it is
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so well uh, is there a link where, where people can get more info about the event
1: yeah so just go to beachbossinfluencers.com and you'll be able to to figure it out from there so I don't have the exact link for the event, but, and we can, I can drop it in the mess. It can come back in and drop it in the comments if you guys want. It's yeah, So I'm going
0: to put on the screen right right now.
1: Yeah. So beachbossinfluencers.com. Yeah, no. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That would be the best. So yeah, that's the best way to find us, best way to get involved, best way to ask questions, all of that stuff. You can uh, definitely uh, find us all over social media. So it's awesome.
0: Love it. Love it. So what's, what's next for you?
1: What's next for us? We plan on our actual goal for uh, 2022 is to elevate the industry and create 30 more uh, people that are have the choice. Right. Not everybody wants to quit their job because I used to say quit their job and, you know, just work from home, but 30 more people where they are making a significant amount of income. So over six figures, um, you know, a year at least. So that's that's our internal goal. Right. So uh it just, it just all depends on who, who wants it, who, you know, what they want to do and how they want to get there. But yeah. And elevate the industry as a whole entrepreneurship. That's kind of our goal is to help people understand that it's awesome, right? It's, it's got its up and downs like any other industry, but it's awesome to be the creator of your own destiny. And that's my favorite part about it.
0: Love it. So you said a word earlier, automation. I just explain the power of automation within network marketing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's this is a really cool one. So I actually have a post on my business page that talks about um, joining my team. And there's a certain code word that they can uh, comment if they want more information. Right. And then I've built a funnel on the back end that kind of walks them through. Okay, you know, what is it you're looking for? Have you done network marketing before? You know, what kind of success you had? Are you brand new? you know, how big is your team, those kind of things. And it, and it qualifies those people as they go through. And then there is a, once they register for a webinar, it will go through the exact, like what we do, how we do it, what company we're with, what products we represent, all those things. And then it gives them my calendar. So at the end of that, when I'm jumping on, like say Rob, you know, you go through that, you jump on my calendar pretty much at that point it's a pretty much done deal that you're enrolling in my team, right? It's just a matter of, are we a good fit yes. at, at that point when we, you know, jump on actual zoom and, and talk to each other. So I'm enrolling people into my team automatically without me ever meeting them, which is really cool. Now they're meeting me, right? Because they can <laughs> see my videos and they build the know, like and trust and all those things because they're seeing, they're, they're building that relationship with me because of their screen. Right
0: yes
1: so that's the cool part but then i'll have people that enroll in my team that i've never actually met before and they know all about me they know where i'm from they know how many kids i have they know river's name they know my pugs which are trying to get in right now Um, (laughs) (laughs) all all the things right they're so naughty
0: so
1: (laughs) but yeah So it's really cool having that automation piece in there. And you end up, remember when I drove the 15 hours to Lubbock, Texas, 15 hours back, wasted 30 hours of my life. No waste any more time with unqualified people anymore. It's, I work with the people that want it right now or that are ready to be mentored right now and learn how to do it. So it's, it's really cool to have automation. It's my favorite thing about what we do.
0: Yes. And I just want to cl- clarify, like, when you say unqualified people, just because, you know, some people like to make things into something that they're not. Right. I do the exact same thing in my fitness business. Like, I work with a certain type of person, you know. So, like, for me, I was a former athlete. Well, I'm still an athlete. <laughs> but <just laughs> when, I, when I was younger, I was an All-American athlete. Mm-hmm. And I ended up letting myself go. And then I ended up getting back, back into shape. So, like, my target or are people like that who were athletic or just even active at one point life happened. They kind of fell off because I always say it's so, it's very easy to pull the badass back out of someone. Yes. Then to give it to someone who's never had it. You know, right. And I
1: have a great example of this, yeah. especially in network marketing. So when I first started, right, the biggest complaint or the biggest, um, the biggest uh what's it called when they don't, the word just left me when they don't want what you have, right. Yeah. Um, was network marketing itself. It wasn't the company. It wasn't the products. It wasn't, you know, what, we, what we were doing specifically, it was network marketing in general, because they had the, is the pyramid scam scheme, scheme. My aunt tried that, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. So to me, those people that you have to convince network marketing is the answer for what they're doing now, keep in keep in mind, convince is the key, right? that's like me picking up my six foot eight son and running across the field over here. Right. I weigh 140 pounds. I'm five foot eight. Can you see me picking him up? Right. Like that's like so much more work. Right. So like you're saying, Rob, with, um, you know, your perfect client is somebody that's kind of fallen off the wagon that, you know, they were an athlete. Cause you can pull that badass back out. It's so much more fun to work with people that already love network marketing. Right. They already want to build something on social media. So all of those things are my perfect prospects. They're usually moms. They're passionate. They're determined. They are people that are going to get what they want. They just need some guidance around how to do it faster. And that's what I do is help people collapse time with automation and mentorship.
0: Same. That's the, the another key word is guidance. You know, it's like when I first started this, so most people who watch this show, they know I, I, I dropped out of college just because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was in there. I was in there, honestly, trying to, to make it to the Olympics. And then I ended up hurting myself. And so I ended up getting depressed and, and I left school. And so once I first started getting into business, I'm like, all right, so this skills that I need to learn. And I was, and I thought about like, do I go back to school? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> cause I dropped out three times. So right. I'm like, like, it's clearly not for me. I said, but there's gotta be other ways I can learn this stuff. And I ended up getting a business coach and just through him. Cause he said the same thing. He's like, I don't have a college degree. Hmm. You know, and this guy's got a seven, seven fit figure business. You <laughs> know, he's like, right. I have a degree. So, so he's like, you know, just join masterminds, you know, join masterminds on marketing, on branding, on getting media exposure and, X Y Z, and so I spent got probably fifty to sixty grand on personal development on in all those areas. And ironically, I mentor people now that have That's masters awesome. and PhDs and everything else. But like, I just share that because getting getting the guidance, just like we said about about the events, get around people and find out what's possible. Yeah. So, in, in investing in that coach at the time, I, I couldn't afford it. You know, cause I was looking at it as an expense versus an investment, but the things that he helped me, help me to do, like he introduced me into Facebook, um, Facebook ads back in mm-hmm. 2015 and, and going back to the whole automation piece, you know, like having your ad, having it connected to your landing page, having it connected to a Google form. So it's like, you can get leads Right up, you know, on right to my phone on yep. like autopilot. So I teach class, I finish class, I have five leads waiting for me. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, like this is this is amazing. I I didn't even know this was possible.
1: Yeah, that's you know? the cool part is you didn't yes. even know it was possible. So exactly. you know, opening up your whole world of what of what's possible for anyone, it's awesome. Yes,
0: yes. and like that's the those are are the highlights of my year because. That first event, like I said, changed everything, and then I went back to it to it again, and it's like my world changed again because mm-hmm. there's different people, different themes, different different levels yeah, of and execution.
1: You were different, that so too. you had grown and you know learned more things, and then you go back to the event and you're like, wow, you see it with all new eyes, all new experience. It's awesome. Yes,
0: and then like like you said, so you got the experience in network marketing. You Know what? Let's teach other people to do what we did. Mm -hmm. and then that's the beauty in it so from all the things that I've learned over the years from going to all those masterminds and then my own experiences I'm now qualified to teach other people how to do it yes you are definitely
1: (laughs) (laughs) and how do I know that this is how I know that you know sometimes you uh sometimes you wonder am I qualified to really be teaching people I mean yeah this is working for me but sometimes you know you get some negative nancys or you know karens as they call them now yeah, yeah. that you know really kind of still your thunder and my oldest daughter she's a senior in high school and she's taking a marketing class and they asked her to go interview an entrepreneur right well hello right that's that's <laughs> who her mom is right so i'm going through this marketing class with her and i'm like what is this crap that they're teaching you? This Mm. is definitely not marketing, right? So, you know, then I'm like, I think I'm qualified to teach other people how to do this online at this point. Yes.
0: See, the difference is, because I actually helped a woman with a master's in marketing create a marketing program for herself. You know, so like what they teach you in schools, they teach you how to market for corporations. Mm-hmm. Like they don't teach you how to market for you.
1: For you. Yeah. yeah. So
0: that's a big difference. And that's a huge skill, especially in this network marketing space, is because I mean, yes, the the products are definitely important, <laughs> you know, but yeah. most people are gonna buy in because of you. You know, it's true. because of it's you all, and it's your right, influence. based on you.
1: Yeah, it's the no like and trust factor, right? Like that's yes. just how it is.
0: Yeah. Just like even in my gym, you know, like they can go anywhere and learn how to do pushups, learn how to do squats, learn, you know, proper running form, learn how to bench press. Like you can do that stuff anywhere. They're attracted to me for me and my and my delivery. Mm -hmm. You know, like people go to a spin class. They always say the instructor matters. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like go fast, go slow, stand, sit, you know, pump the arms, whatever. But it's like the music matters. The instructor matters. And so, like, if you have someone that doesn't have that high energy and that passion, the class is a dud. You know? Yeah. So it's exactly definitely, that,
1: that's a good point. It does matter who who you are and how you market yourself. You know, there's people that are making millions of dollars off of TikTok, right, by doing yeah. silly videos. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my kids follow a YouTuber that she's making millions.
0: My kids, my kids are watching one right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, making <laughs> yeah. millions right off of some really silly videos that anybody could do right it's just mm-hmm. like you said opening up your mind to those possibilities and figuring out where it is you want to be and how you want to be doing it and you might not know all the way right now right like i'm sure robin you're in your journey you're like well i want to do fitness but what do i you know you kind of like dialed that down as you went like it mm. you know it was it was like your journey is going to change and morph, right? Like I thought, my main thing was always going to be network marketing, and it's yeah. not, right? Like it's not. That's part of what I do, but yeah. it's opened up this, you know, multi-million-dollar business of coaching. It's, you know, I have an affiliate income. I've invested in a restaurant now, right? Like all of these different things to create and be be stable, right? Like to have a stable income, you don't want to have just one, so. Figure yeah. out one first, right, and then build more from there.
0: <laughs> yes, and and you know, the more you have, like the more you can do. It's mm-hmm. like even just outside of like personally, there's more things you can do if there's charitable causes that that right. are near and dear to your heart. If you want to help feed the homeless, or you know, there's just so many other opportunities that, that you can do. Like um, and there we're just about about the hour mark. But uh, like for for Christmas, remember, this was back in 2013, I believe, back when I was into fitness, but still kind of struggling. you know, we were still on public assistance as we as I was building it. Mm-hmm. and and uh, so we got a notice from the kids' preschool. I have twin, twin boys they were in preschool that they were looking for a do- for donations. So we come in with donations and, and they're like, oh, we can't accept that. We're like, why? you know it's like that doesn't make any sense so they rejected our donation like what the hell (laughs) and it's because they were sponsoring us
1: oh okay
0: (laughs) you know they were sponsoring us because they knew that we we were struggling but Mm -hmm. you know i was making things things happen like i had spoken at the preschool a couple times just doing like gym time with the kids and stuff so so they could see that i was passionate about what i was doing just the money hadn't caught up yet, <laughs> you know? right?
1: Yeah, and that's telling- really what it boils down to: is the money hasn't caught up yet, and yes. maybe you haven't done it long enough to let the money cut- catch up yet, right? Like
0: yes, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so they sponsored us for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, and so now we we do it like we just sponsored two families for nice. for, for Christmas just because like I felt that. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I, I drove a minivan at the time. And when when I went down there to pick up the Christmas donation, when I tell you there was just enough room for me to drive, Like that, <laughs> that van was chock full. It's wow. like I had tears in my eyes. Like my, my ex was working at the time. So I sent her, her a picture of it and she called me back. She's like, why'd you send me that? She's like, I'm in tears now. <laughs> you know, but, but it was just such an amazing feeling. I was like, I want to do that for other
1: people right right that is that is really cool to be able to give back and that you know when good people make good money they can help other people with their money and other people other good people help make money which spreads right it's like a ripple effect
0: Yes. so you can you
1: know you can start with just where you're at and helping those around you and then those people help those people and it's just it's really cool
0: yeah, so like I just wanted to share, share that just cause, cause again, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, these entrepreneurs are selfish; they're all about themselves. Yeah. They The only want to make buy it in the
1: boats and the yachts and the cars. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: It's like you know, you're in a position to do that, but you don't, you don't even know what else these people do. Like my my uh, my girls went to a prep school, and I I out of pocket, I, I only had to pay two fifty a month, but there's wealthy families who sponsor the students. So it's nice. like both of my daughters were sponsored at thirteen grand a piece, you know, by by these wealthy these wealthy people in in Providence, you know. But but it's mm-hmm. like you just look at their house or their car, whatever. All you know, these snooty rich people. It's like mm-hmm. it's like they do this every year. And like and this one couple sponsored both of my kids. So it's it like awesome. you're talking twenty six grand yeah. for the four years they they were there each year. Each you know? year, yeah. So wow. it's like don't yeah. don't that's, underestimate that's what people do. yeah all right so so just give so just give a quick shout out for your event again dates and all that stuff yeah so it's
1: february 25th through the 27th in florida and go to beachbossinfluencers.com orlando florida and you can you know find out all the details like i said you can find us on social media you can send me a message whatever um yeah, I'm excited about it. It's going to be way fun. People's lives are going to change, and we have a lot of fun doing it. We're doing an 80s party this year, so oh, nice. it's going to be cool. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> look, at it, look at this. I have, I have an 80s afro right here. Nice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, now you're going to have to come, Rob. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll see if I can pull it off. Like I said, I, I get down to Jacksonville on the 24th. It's like I'm doing obstacle races that Saturday and Sunday. Well, we'll see. You never That'll know. Fun. You never know. Yeah, there's a will, there's a way. Be way fun. Okay. Awesome. All right. So give us some fi- final thoughts, and then we'll break it down.
1: Yeah. Final thoughts. Um. Just remember to not quit. Right. That's the part mm. that at any point I've wanted to quit in my business more times than I can count. Um. I remember crying in the shower. Right. Like so, my kids and my husband didn't know I was crying. And if I would have quit, just think about all the people that I that would have not not be here, wouldn't have changed their lives, wouldn't yep. be, wouldn't have a part in what we're doing, right? They'd be stuck doing what they're doing and still, still just sitting there waiting for someone to come and help them, right? People are praying for you and step into your badass and get it done, right? Like that's just, Amen. that's just how we do it.
0: <laughs> so thanks for
1: having me on and inviting me on. I'm excited about what you have going on and excited about uh, getting to know you better. So it's been super fun.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this was great. we got another uh, notebook full of notes over here, and I'm going to check check out that event, and I'm going to share it out with my crew because uh, I have some pe- people who are in the network marketing space in my circle. And uh see what we, we, we can do you to know, uh, help each other out here.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. All right so thank you, and um, don't sign out yet. I won't. All right. See you in a minute.
1: <laughs> I won't. I know the rules, bro. We okay. need to go off air. <laughs> All
0: right. I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> All
1: right.
0: <laughs> All right. So that was Brandy talking about Beach Boss Babes. Babes? Influencers. Beach Boss Influencers. Okay. So anyway. So if you tuned in late, make sure you go back and watch the rest of it. Until we've got a lot of good information in there you know, hopefully clear up some some myths or uh, any misconceptions you might have regarding network marketing. But if you're looking to switch things up or just add an additional stream of income, this was definitely the episode for you. And so, like I said, make sure you go through and check it out. Let me know what you think. And I will be back tomorrow with episode 205. Have a great day. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind.